Good morning, greetings family, welcome to today's podcast. I'm Fernando, your host for today, and let's see what in details. What has been going on all this week? It's been a marvelous. The wife is getting ready to go visit her mother and her dad and cook for them, and she's got all kinds of recipes and goodies, and take them to get some new teeth here and there and plug in what a good daughter should be. And I encourage you to... uh, to do it, I encourage her because I found out that out of, let's say, seven or five siblings, only one or two will be dedicated at this task. And the one or two are always keeping the peace alive, keeping the, the, the worthiness of love and forgiveness and so forth and so on. <laughs> I'm not putting anything on your plate. I'm just saying this is what my observations are. That is worth it to serve your ailing parents when they're at that age. <clears throat> Love on them. Hug your mom six times a day. Hug your parents because they are suffering for lack of appreciation. All they've done to bring us into this earth and all their hard work, we we weren't appreciated when we were growing up. I know I wasn't. I was a knucklehead. I, I did, even though I did love my mom and I did bring my money and at times, but when I stopped doing that, I gained weight. I become, I became critical, condemning, and it was all about me. And I had to experience that part of my life that I'm not that person no more. When I became awakened through the program of Akhak Anonymous, when I came aligned to seek God's will and my step 11 saw through prayer and meditation to improve my conscious contact with God as I understand Him for His will for my life and the power to accomplish that. That was a huge impact when I saw that. That was amazing. I said, what is that verse doing here? What is God doing in the room of Alcoholic Anonymous? And I, I read in the steps, I counted in my first day, I counted there was, God's name was named about seven times. And if someone would have came to me and say, uh, you got to live this way, you got to give 10% and you got to pray and um you know, accept the Lord back in. I couldn't handle that. I would have left. But because they they danced, they sang, kind of entertained me with their AA stories, their their the beauty was is the wisdom and the talent that was coming out of transient people, uh, people that were out homeless for fifteen years. People that were out of prison and successful people, attorneys, lawyers, insurance men, clergy, all kinds of variation of people that did not do that, but were all awakened by the power of unity and a concentrated effort. Who's your God? And did you talk to him today? Did you acknowledge your God today and ask him? So let's pray. God, we ask you, what is your will for us? Not our will, not my will. What is your will for my life today? What 
What is your will? What are your plans? And Father, give me the power, the wisdom, the talents to understand and to grow and to seek that and to accomplish them. I need power to do your will. Your plans, Lord. What are your plans for today? Not mine. What can I do? I'm available. I got gas in the tank, showered, dressed. I'm fully clothed and in my right mind, I can be of some kind of help. I'll be ready by the phone. I'll be fully uh, nutrition, ready to go, whatever God brings into us. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead and read our Bible college for today. So, uh, (laughs) I just got an unction that maybe that's what I should be doing. I'm behind one day, so today is Happy Cinco de Mayo. So we'll be reading uh, the four and the five of today's uh, meditation, okay? Say yes, we're going to read it anyway. Say yes, Fernando. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Heavenly Father God, that we have the ability to learn your Bible, learn your word through this 12-step program, through our Bible college curriculum here that's free and they're interwoven with each other. Thank you, God, for giving us strength, power to do your word and to be excited and to have a good meal this day. Give us a good meal as I read your word and some psalms to get us satisfied for today. We ask, satisfy our souls. Father, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Here we go. No more surprises. May 4th by Kenny Copeland. 1 Corinthians 2.10 tells us, But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things. Yeah, the deep things of God. 1 Corinthians 2.10 But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things. Yeah, the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit goes into heaven. He gets the plans of what God, as we were praying for, and he brings them and reveals to me what the deep things of God are, his plans, his His desire, his original desire for us. There is maintenance, there is happiness, there's joy, there's basic plans that and needs that we have. But then... When we get all those satisfied, when we get all those in line, we, we're not fussing and fighting, we don't have, and we're fully clothed, we're nutrition, we're well-rested, now we can implement what the Father wants done. Okay? It may not be nothing with us. It might be going helping someone paint something or help someone sell a couch. Someone wants, a neighbor wants me to sell their couches and they have a dog there and they want $300 for them. And I got to tell them, I can't sell that. (laughs) I got to be honest with them. I would give them away to another homeowner with animals. Amen. All right. I love you. I thank God for you. Thank you for tracking with me. Let's go ahead and read what Kenny Copeland says. It says, God is not full of surprises. He is not an unpredictable being who lies to keep you guessing. Countless people, believers, however, have the idea he is. 
You just never know what God is going to do, they say. They base that idea on 1 Corinthians 2.9, which says, Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. They interpret that scripture to mean that God is keeping secrets from his people. But praise God, he isn't. In fact, verse 10 says he's given us his spirit to reveal those secrets to us. He desires for us to know everything that's on his heart. If you're in the dark about God's will for you, you don't have to stay that way. He wants you to know about his plans and provisions for your life. He'll show them to you if you let him. So don't depend on guesswork. Determine today what you're going to start receiving that revelation from the Holy Spirit. As you read the word and pray in the spirit and ask him to reveal to you the reality of the scriptures. Ask him to shed his light on them and show you exactly how they apply to you. And ask him to give you the power and the strength to to do that application. Remember, God isn't in the business of keeping secrets from you. As a matter of fact, he is in the business of revealing them. Hallelujah. Take time then to listen to him and you'll never have to settle for a life of uncertainty again. Amen. One of the ways to take time, I, Fernando, say, is to write. Ask him a question and then ask him to reveal that scripture and then write three pages, whatever comes out of you. If you're, if something else comes out that has nothing to do, they just get it out of the way. It needs to, you need to clean the trash can. In other words, write it, write it, write it. Amen. Amen. Now, I just wanted to put a point for a lot of us that are prejudiced against or talk about the uh, notorious sinners that are in Alcoholic Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous or or even uh, Overeaters Anonymous and Gamblers Anonymous, CODA, uh, Children of Alcoholic Parents Anonymous, Marijuana Anonymous, Gamblers. All these people are just people that have courage to say, hey, I got a problem. That's all. These are the eagles. These are the people that say there must be an answer. There must be more about life than to be beaten by this stupid little habit here that's got a hold of me. And that's that's the courageous people. People that have more on the caliber go out there. And it's just like Jesus. Jesus hung around notorious sinners. The tattooed the blame game, you know, notorious sinners. <laughs> kind of funny, you know, the Bible says um, not, you know, to have nothing to do with them. And then it's, Jesus says he was with them. But there's there's a difference between the two, okay? There's a difference between the ones that shun God's words. And there's another difference when the other ones that are open to God's words. They are open, and that's why we're there. We're there to find the open ones, the notorious sinners that are open to change. And you tell them your story. The point I wanted to make is that we concentrate on the will of God and the power on it on a continual basis, and we have fellowship, and we text each other, and we call each other, and we visit each other, 
and we keep that ship going forward with saying, what's God's will for you today? And that you pray for the power to, to get at it. And we encourage others and build each other up and keep pushing ourselves forward to stay in the cutting edge. Not with all these ridiculous uh, programs or conversations and so forth. We're on the cutting edge, helping ourselves and helping others primarily. Amen. 1 Corinthians 2, chapter 1 through 16. Let's go over there and read that. Thank you so much for being my partner in prayer. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ, that you may be blessed beyond your wildest dreams and aspirations, that God will constantly minister to you and make you all that he's called you to be. Sounds good? It sounds really good. Amen. Here we go. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. My brothers and sisters, when I first came to proclaim to you the secrets of God, I refused to come as an expert, trying to impress you with my eloquent speech and lofty wisdom. For while I was with you, I was determined to be consumed with one topic, Jesus, the crucified Messiah. I stood before you feeling inadequate filled with the reverence for God and trembling under the sense of the importance of my word. The message I preach and how I preach, it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive arguments, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. For God intended that your faith not be established on man's wisdom, but by, but by trusting in his almighty power. And how do you trust his almighty power? You read his word and you ask God to, to spring up, O oh well, spring up, O oh words, and give to me that life abundantly. The God's Holy Spirit inside of us. We are transformed. Verse 6. However, there is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we are among the spiritual mature. <clears throat> it's wisdom that didn't originate in this present age. Nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. You know, there are rulers over us that we need to break down with the, with the power of Jesus Christ. It says right here, the rulers of this present age who are in the process of being dethroned. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. Hallelujah. It is his secret plan destined before the ages to bring us into glory. Hallelujah. None of the rulers of this present world order understood it. For if they had, they never would have crucified the Lord of shining glory. That is why the scripture says, things never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things that God has in store for all his beloved seekers. Amen. Thank you, Lord God, that you have all those things are beyond our ability to imagine. Things we discovered or heard of before. These are many things which God has in store for all his lovers. How many of you want to go to that store and just dive in there and just throw yourself into the abundance of 
imagination and ability that God has in store for us. You know we are his beloved. You know he's going to hold us and, and we're going to have incredible strength and joy and laughter and energy to receive all the things God has for us in store to live life and life abundantly and show others the way. That's the reason we are put so we can shine and show others. Verse 10, but God now unveils these profound realities to us by his spirit. He unveils it, opens it up. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mystery through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. After all, who can really see in a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for the person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. For we did not receive the spirit of this world system, but the spirit of God, so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. Hallelujah. And we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit and not with the words taught by human wisdom. We join together Spirit-revealed truth with Spirit-revealed words. Someone living in an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's Spirit for they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the Spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of the Spirit. Those who live in the Spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things, for they are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. Hallelujah. For who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord Yahweh? well enough to become his counselors. Christ and we possess Christ's perceptions. 